Why don't you stand to your feet, put your hands together for Jesus. How many know that God holds your destiny and he has a plan and a purpose for you? Just lift up your hands to the Lord today and ask God to speak to you what his purpose is, what his plan is for your life. What is it that God wants you to do? What is the plan that God has for you? Pray that God will speak to you. Everybody lift up your voice and just pray right now. Talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. Just lift up your voice. Speak to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Speak to us, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, your purpose, your plans for us, oh God. It is only in your will that we can be free. It's only in your will that we can be happy. We pray, Lord, that you will show us your will. We pray that, Lord, you will show us your purpose and your plan for our lives. Oh God, may we not just live our lives anyhow, but may we live our lives for you. May we live our lives to please you, oh God. Thank you, Father. Speak to us by your spirit. Speak to us by your spirit. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are welcome tonight. Come, guide us into all truth. Speak to us the word of God. Enlighten our eyes of understanding that we may behold wondrous things out of God's word. May no one live here the same tonight. We bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody shouted amen. amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, I want to start sharing with you from this book, Transform Your Pastoral Ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. Because I believe that it holds for us the purpose and the plans of God for our lives. Amen. And I believe that as shepherds, this year being our year of shepherding, we need to understand what God expects of us. Anybody who comes for this service, it's not a service for I receive it. I receive it. Play something for me, my brother. Just play something in the background. It's not a service for that Sunday, Sunday service. Is quite cool. But this service is uh, for serious people. For people who want to serve God. People who want to work for God. People who want to do the purpose and the plans of God. And people who want to please God. Amen. So tonight, I'm starting from chapter 2. Uh, I'm sure I'll drift into chapter 3 as we go on because chapter 2 is quite short. But it says how you can achieve excellence in ministry. How you can achieve excellence in ministry. In this month of September, we are believing God to give birth. Hallelujah. To many powerful things in our lives. We are believing God to give birth to new dimensions in ministry. And one of the things we want to give birth to is excellence. Somebody say excellence. Oh, I didn't hear you say excellence. You see, some people have a slogan. They said, if it must be done... If it must be done, it must be done well. Sometimes we just do things anyhow, and that's the nature of most Ghanaians. Oh, Fanisa, when you go and see a carpenter, he has finished the table, but the table can't stand well. This table, every time you have to, you have to chalk the table. How many know what I'm talking about? You have to chalk the table with some stone. But have you seen a white man doing something that the thing would be like that? So how come we always, and then when you start talking, oh, <laughs> and we are living with this fanisa, so we don't have excellence. The seamstress will sew a dress for you. When you raise your hand, you can't raise it. Is it something is choking you from here? Have you seen that thing? The tailor will sew the trousers. When you stand, you can't stand. The here is holding you in. A, you have to, everything. When you stand, you have to be adjusting your leg. Oh, what is that? And when he says, "Oh, Panessa," and so this Panessa spirit, people bring it into the church also, and you find that we do the work of God anyhow. But God is an excellent God. Oh, I didn't hear you. I said God is an excellent God. The psalmist said, oh Lord, our God, how excellent is your name. That's the kind of God we serve. He expects excellence from you and I. Not a kind of wishy-washy kind of Christianity. 
And especially if you have decided to work for him, then work well. You see some people where they work, we go to work very late. You arrive, and when you arrive sweating, late, it's like, ah, waba, this person is always late. It's not a good thing. It's not nice as a Christian. And then when you go to work, to, you are in a hurry to leave. And you don't do your work well. And your boss and other people have problems with you. And you bring it to the house of God. And it's like, as for the house of God, I mean, we can do anything. No, God also expects excellence from us. And I see an excellent ministry coming from you. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you're going to achieve excellence in ministry, I believe that the best person to copy from is Jesus Christ. Yeah. In the past few weeks, we have been looking at shepherding techniques. And we've been looking at Jesus Christ as our model from John chapter 10. And today also we are going to look at him again because he is the perfect example of excellence in ministry. So Jesus' model of excellence. Bishop says here that since Jesus is the example of excellence, let us look at Jesus for, for direction in ministry. I want us to look at four main areas of the Good Shepherd's ministry. Prayer visitation, teaching, and interaction. Prayer, visitation, teaching, and interaction. And we have given it the acronym PVTI, or PVCI as we used to know it. PVTI, and uh, a good understanding of these four aspects of Jesus' ministry will transform your pastoral ministry. It will transform your shepherding ministry. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together for Jesus. How many want to be an excellent shepherd? I want to be. Oh, the three, those of you here don't want to be excellent shepherds. I want to be. I want people to come to my church and they, they want to stay here. When they come to the church, they say, ah, this church, I like the way they take care of us. I would like to stay. How many would like that in your basenta? People will say, ah, I like the way they take care of us here. I want to stay here. Yeah. So we're going to look at it. The first one is prayer. Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Mark 1, 35. We are looking at Jesus' example. It says that, and in the morning, and in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Wow. This is the example of Jesus. Early in the morning, a great while before day. Today, 3.30, our father called all of us for prayer. I don't know how many of you woke up. But you see that people will not join. I think I saw just about 20-something people who joined today. And even that a lot of people came in at the latter stages. Or they came to Mark Register. Ask the next person, did you come to Mark Register or you were actually on? <laughs> hey! But a great while before day. Excellence in ministry. You wake up very early and you pray. May that be your testimony. That you don't sleep too much. A good shepherd will rise up early and pray. And at least one hour prayer there, it should be your portion. Jesus said to the disciples in Matthew 26, uh, I think verse 41 or so. He said, what? What? Could you not watch with me one hour? He was shocked that one hour they couldn't wake up and pray. What? Verse 40. What? Somebody say, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? But even that, he didn't just pray one hour. He actually went three times. The Bible says he went again and again three times. So he actually prayed three times, three hours. So at least that's supposed to be your target. But if you cannot, at least one hour, dear. When you are not doing one hour, tell yourself, what? Look at somebody and say, what? You see, sometimes when you read the Bible, read it in a way that you can enjoy it. They say, what? Could you not? No, I don't think that's what Jesus said. What is it? The people will say, What? <laughs> if your boss comes to meet you sleeping in the office, what? Do you think he will look at you and say, what? What? No. Say, what? 
Could you not watch with me one hour? That's Jesus. The second thing he did was visitation. He visited people. In Mark chapter 1 from verse 29 to 31. Mark 1, 29 to 31. Bible says, and forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. So he came out of the church and he went to visit somebody. He went to somebody's house. Some of us, when we close from church, you are going to your house. You don't look for anybody. But on the way home, on the way home, if you want to achieve excellence, Michael, in ministry, on the way home, you should be able to pass through somebody's house and even pass about three or four people's house to visit them. Visitation is done best when it is combined with your journey in and out of your house or from your workplace. If you are waiting for a special time to have visitation, you may easily not do it. But maybe you are going somewhere, then you, 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 you branch and visit somebody. Oh, then you pass here and visit somebody. That's how you do visitation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you are clapping, clap. Amen. So Jesus did that. He visited people. He went to their home. And that's how we also have to do. Go there. Check on them. Then you are becoming an excellent shepherd. Number three, teaching. He taught. Jesus was a teacher. Every one of you must become teachers. Every one of you must have people in front of you that you are teaching every time. Yeah. Mr. Aydan, people that you are teaching. Yeah. You see, that is, that is what we have been called to. And I'm telling you, if we don't take care, we will arrive in heaven. And they will ask you, did you do it? And you say, oh, uh, Peter, Fanesha. And Peter will slap you in heaven. He says, ah, what are you talking about, Fanesha? Didn't you hear what they said that we should teach? <laughs> Mark chapter 1, verse 38 and 39. Mark 1, 38, 39. And he said to them, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also. That's Jesus. For therefore came I forth, and he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee, and cast out devils. So he went to different places, and he, te- he taught, or he preached. Some of you, you need to go to uh, Enyinim. Some of you need to go to uh, uh, San. So Some of you need to go to um, um, where? Wawase. Some of you need to go to Enyimedukrum. Need to go to Chichire, Brahababomi, and teach. Bible says that he went to the next towns. He went. We must have all of you having basentes in all these places. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. I see you having a basenta and you are teaching. Say, I teacher. Say, I preacher. Amen. That was Kenneth Hagen. When he was starting, he didn't know how to say, I'll be a preacher. Or I preacher. I preacher, I teacher, I teacher. Hallelujah. And number four, interaction. Interaction. Mark chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. All these scriptures are in Mark. Mark 1, 16 and 17. Now, as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon or Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said to them, come ye after me, and I'll make you to become fishers of men. Wow. The people were catching their fish, but he didn't just pass. He went to talk to them. Charlie, guys, guys, come, come. He talked to them. I want you to come. I want to make you fishers of men. Come with me. And he, sucked with them. he interacted with them. We must learn how to go out of our way. Not to say, ah, they should do their own thing. They should mind their own business. We, we want to, no, go and talk to them. Interact with people. Some of you, when you come to church, you don't talk to anybody. Then you just go home. Talk to people. When we are closing, you are like somebody who is, uh, uh, this thing, when we say, let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion, it's as if runners on your marks, get set, go. Then you are out of the place. You are a bullet. But now we have what we call grace dance. And when we finish, we need to do the grace dance. In fact, I've decided that we'll be taking turns. Everybody will come and before you go, we start from, <laughs> you come and do your own. <laughs> when you finish there, you do that. <laughs> Put your hands together for Jesus. 
Hey! It will not be easy. Oh. I'll see. But I tell you, when you come, Charlie, each man for himself, do your staff. You see, some of you, the era in which you were born, this type of dancing. <laughs> hey! I mean, the other day, my wife and I were looking at it and said, ah, so why can't we do the thing? Eh, the guara guara. They, I don't know what they do. They, can't we do this thing? <laughs> and then they have another one. Then they will raise their leg. <laughs> Charlie, we have done the thing now. It's not working. <laughs> hey. But we have to flow. Interact. That's how you, you be happy in the church. And if you are going to excel in ministry, learn to interact with the sheep. Don't just be there and say, Charlie, I don't have time for these things. No. You better have time. You better have time. Because the sheep want to interact with you. They want to talk with you. A good shepherd is one who is always chatting with the people and talking to them. That's how you can know them. And they can also know you. Yeah. When we talk about intimacy. Intimacy. One day I heard T.D. Jake say, intimacy. 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 Into me, see. So, the only way you can see into me is intimacy. When we are close and we are talking, those are the, are the outside. If you are not doing anything, come and join. I don't know who else is coming. Come and join the service. Right. So tonight, I want us to start talking about prayer because I believe that this season is going to be a prayerful season. Oh, your amen is weak. The ninth month is a time to give birth. And how do you give birth? Isaiah 66, verse 8. As soon as Zion traveled, as soon as Zion traveled, I said, as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. We are going to break forth souls into the church. We're going to pray that souls will be born into the church. We're going to pray that God will cause people to come into the church in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Today I was there and I received a message from somebody on Facebook. He said, I've been looking for your church. I've been looking for your church. I've been looking for your church. I said, eh. So I can't find it. So Pastor Richie, we have to work on these signboards and things because. But he sent me a message on my Facebook. He said, I'm here. I said, where are you? I said, it's okay. And I organized for somebody to see him. You know. So there are people that God is going to cause them to come to church. And I tell you, it's going to be a powerful time. The place is going to be full and overflow. In the name of, the car park will be full of people, not cars, but people sitting there and enjoying the word. It will be awesome. Now, so we need to pray. That's the only way. Who has heard such a thing? Isaiah 66, 8. Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day or a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travel, she brought forth her children. Yes, it can happen. But how does it happen? It happens by traveling prayer. As a traveling prayer. And every one of us must learn traveling prayer. Traveling prayer is a prayer that when you pray, you sweat. Traveling prayer is a prayer that when you pray, you get tired. Yes. Because when women go to the labor ward, they travel. By the time they come out, they are tired. They are sweating. They are hungry. Very hungry. And then what else? They are weak. And they scream. You may scream. It's a you may scream prayer time. Then you are doing traveling prayer. But why do we have to pray? Why? Is it necessary? It is necessary. If you're going to excel in ministry, pray. I'm telling you. Nothing will happen without prayer. Everything without prayer. Nothing without prayer. Yeah. Everything with prayer, nothing without prayer. You cannot have anything without prayer. Yeah. And that's why maybe your ministry is the way it is. Or your basenta is the way it is. Or your, 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 your zone is the way it is. But I believe that it is changing from today. Yeah. Bible says that until the spirit be poured upon us from on high, 
and the wilderness will become a fruitful field, and the fruitful field will become a forest. We are moving from wilderness into a fruitful field, and we are moving from a fruitful field into a forest. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Your basenta is going to become like a forest. Your ministry is going to become like a forest. God is going to bless you and multiply you and increase you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The airport stars are going to increase. The aquaba ladies are going to increase. The communion stars are going to increase. The choristers are going to increase. The members are going to increase. God is going to increase us on every side. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So, 10 reasons why every minister should pray. 10 reasons why every minister should pray. And I'll be closing. I don't think I can do all. I'll just do a few and then we close. I wish that we could have some time to pray also. So, I just want to talk for a short time and then. Prayer is the foundation for every real ministry. This is what Bishop says. Prayer is actually their ministry. Anyone who discovers this reality will have a great and fruitful ministry. Let me give you 10 reasons why every minister should pray. Number one, pray because prayer is a great act of faith. Prayer is a great act of faith. Listen, when you are coming for Tuesday service, build that service, have a notebook and a pen. Even if you have the notes. I was sitting here last week. All the things Bishop would say, I had all the books, but I, I was writing, writing, writing. I'm telling you, it's a blessing. And it makes the thing even stick more. Yeah. Listen, prayer is a great act of faith. Anybody who prays, it means that you, you have faith. It means that you don't trust in yourself. It means that you believe that only God can help you. Anybody who doesn't pray believes that you can help yourself. And that is where your downfall begins. Prayer is one of the greatest acts of faith. I never used to think so. I always used to think that praying was different from exercising faith. But now I realize that prayer demonstrates and releases faith. The reason for this is simple. Whenever you pray, you are declaring that you do not have faith in the arm of flesh. Have you noticed that every time you begin to pray, 100 different things to do come to your mind? How many realize that when you start to pray, then you remember that ah, you have to do this thing. You have to go to the kitchen and get this one. You have to do this. You have to go and poo-poo. You have to wee-wee. How many it happens to you? Me too, it happens to me. So many things happen. Like you have to switch on this, go and turn off this. The devil wants you to stop praying. But you must avoid all these distractions and pray. Something tells you to make a call. Something says to you, get up and go. Something tells you to organize that meeting so that you have good success. When you decide to pray, you are saying that prayer will have a greater effect than all those physical things you do. In other words, you are saying that God's direct intervention is the most important thing for your ministry. That is faith in the arm of God. Hallelujah. So in Luke chapter 18, Luke, Luke, Luke. Look, ah, brother, try and set up a Luke chapter 18. Yeah. From verse 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and ought to, not to faint. So, Jesus was talking about prayer. Now, he said, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man, and there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Another version says, She beat me black and blue. <laughs> and the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect? which cry unto him day and night, though he bear long with them. But look at it, verse 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith? Ah, I thought he was talking about prayer. When he started, men ought to pray and not to faint. But now he's saying, 
He's not saying, will he come and meet people praying? But he said, will he come and find faith? So it means that your prayer is a sign of your faith. Hallelujah. So when Jesus comes to meet you praying, it's a sign that you have faith. As soon as you stop praying, your faith is finished. No more faith. That's why we don't have to stop. After this great lesson on prayer, Jesus asked an important question. Will I find faith on this earth? He was asking, will I find people on earth who pray? In other words, Jesus wondered whether he would find this expression of faith, prayer, when he returned to the earth. So prayer is an expression of faith. Do you want to be a man of faith? A great man of faith? A man of faith is a man of great exploits. Become a great man of faith by becoming a man of prayer. Wow. Prayer is one of the greatest expressions of faith in God. And the Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 6, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Do you want to please God? Ah, do you want to please God? Then you have to pray and show your faith in God. That is, that is a, a, a shepherd who is having an excellent ministry. Wow. So you do not please God by administration, accounting, accounting, and being a computer wizard. You please God by praying and demonstrating faith in him. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Number two, prayer. Pray because prayer makes you into a man of authority. Somebody say authority. Say authority. We sing as a holy, holy, Lord, you are worthy. And I'm honored to sing your praise. King of glory. Hallowed be your name. Lord of majesty, divine authority. Hallowed be thy name. What made Jesus a man of authority? That was who he was. Prayer. His prayer made him, Matthew 7, 28, 29. Matthew chapter 7, verse 28 and 29. Are you there? Matthew chapter 7. Sarah, where's your Bible? No Bible? No Bible? You have to carry a Bible. Nobody should be using your phone as your Bible. Have correct Bible. I will, I will, I will spare an iPad. But phone is like you are joking. Get a correct book of the law. Matthew 7, 20 and 29 says that, And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished. Is the Greek word ekpleso. <laughs> they were astonished at his doctrine. For what? He taught them as one having authority. When you see somebody with authority, it's different. When they are praying, the demons don't struggle with them. You see some people, they are there, come on, 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 And the demon is there. <laughs> and sometimes the person will tell you, I won't come out. Ah, how dare a demon tell you that he will not come out? It's because there's no authority. But when there's authority, say, hey, shut up. The demon must shut up. May you receive authority as you pray. May you be a man of authority. And a woman of authority. May demons be afraid of you. Yeah. You, the demons rather come to you. No. It is, there is something wrong with you. You don't pray. When you wake up in the morning, fufu, fufu. And in the Ashanti region, 5 a.m., you hear, pam, a, pam, a, pam, a, pam. 5 a.m., fufu. Yeah. And some people, they don't joke with their fufu. One brother, he was telling me, he said his uncle in America. He is pounding the fufu in America. He has the, and it's boom, 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 5 a.m. in America. When you go to America, there are some people, they haven't changed their way, so. Even the kind of, this thing they drink, they drink Milo. Uh, they don't want any of these things that are the ideal milk. This type of thing, that's all they want. They still use the same thing over the key soup. They have carried Ghana to America. You will notice that Jesus was a man of authority. Authority can be explained as the not easily defined, invisible, magnetic aura that surrounds a man of God. 
it's kind of something you can't tell, but there's something. There's something, as somebody said, there's some airs around the person. Authority emanates from your closeness to God. The closer you are to a person, the more confidently you speak about him. You have more authority when you speak. I mean, if somebody is in Nana Akufuado's office and comes to say that tomorrow they are going to do the lockdown again, you would rather believe that person more than Pastor Bernard who is telling you that uh, there will be... <laughs> if Pastor Bernard tells me, I will, I will question it more. <laughs> There's no authority in what he's saying. But if somebody from Nana Akufuado's office comes and says that tomorrow the lockdown is starting again, I can believe. And in fact... There was a guy, he was sending me messages when they were planning the lockdown and all that. So it will happen. It will happen. And then one day he said they're going to announce. Then later I think the announcement didn't come. So before then he sent me a message that he was coming to announce, but he's not announcing it again. And truly, he didn't come. I said, Charlie, the guy got the fill up. Hey! Authority. May you be that kind of person who is so close to God that when you speak, that things happen because you are close to God in prayer. When you say it, it happens. That is authority. Yeah. God wants you to have it. The more you pray, the closer you are to God. If you are close to God, it means that you have more authority with God and with man. And as you pray, people will not be able to explain that invisible magnetic aura that surrounds you. You have a following without even understanding why people follow you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You will have a crowd without being able to explain why. Your teaching will have more power. Your instructions will be obeyed. All these are the results of ministerial prayer that makes you into a man of authority. Put your hands together for Jesus. How many want to be a man of authority or a woman of authority? Yeah. Don't just be somebody that they can push you around. Bible says in Luke 4.14, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went a fame of him through all the region run about. That word power, power of the spirit, is translated in the Greek, dunamis. Somebody say dunamis. Dunamis means miraculous power. May you receive miraculous power. Oh, your amen is weak. I said, may you receive miraculous power. In other words, when you speak, miracles take place. Receive it in Jesus' name. Dunamis also means ability May you receive an ability to do things that you couldn't do before. Dunamis also means abundance. Abundance. How many want abundance? Abundance in everything. Receive it. Dunamis also means strength. It means violence. It means mighty, wonderful work. Receive a mighty, wonderful work in your life. It also means enabling power. Enabling power. When you see somebody standing, a policeman standing on the roadside, you see slim policeman. Sometimes even the cap is falling off his head. But he stands there on the road and he lifts his hand like this. An articulator will stop. Why? Because the authority that is behind the man, you will see something. May you have that kind of authority. When you lift up your hand, may demons run away in the name of Jesus. They will stop doing whatever they are doing. Luke 4.22 And all bear witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. I tell you, everywhere he went, the people were astonished. Luke 4.31-32 They were astonished at his doctrine. Like Jesus, may you also become a man of authority. Number three, because my time is up. Pray because prayer makes you a man of anointing. Anointing, anointing, anointing. Yes. One time there was an advert like that. They were selling Borges oil. Anointing, anointing. The person was doing their thing. Anointing, anointing, anointing. May you become a man of anointing. Anointing is the Holy Spirit power on you. Yeah. How God anointed Jesus Christ. Acts 10, 38. With the Holy Ghost and with power. So, Holy Ghost power. Is anointing. Yeah. Oh, if you are clapping, clap. <laughs> Holy Ghost power to do things. And God wants us to have it. You see, when you are close to somebody, the thing on the person wraps on you. 
Sometimes you see somebody, he has gone close to somebody who has a certain type of perfume. Maybe the person's perfume. You know, there are some people when you get close to them, by the time you are leaving, the perfume is also on you. How many have seen that thing? Yeah. yeah some of you, you like hugging, 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 hugging so much. Thank God for Corona. Inca, you are hugging, hugging, sir, into troubles. But anyway. <laughs> but as you get close, the person's perfume. So somebody who comes to you will ask you, ah, were you with this person? Ah, that's why I can smell the person's perfume on you. Yeah. In the same way, when you are with God, when you are in the presence of God and you are praying and you are praying, and you are praying, by the time you come out from the presence of God, something will rub on you and it will begin to work. One day I heard Benny Hinn saying, he said, he, there, he said, morning, he doesn't eat breakfast. He eats two o'clock. I said, hey, Charlie, it's not easy. <laughs> Every morning. And he said, when he comes out of his room, power. Hey. One day he came out of his room. His mother was somewhere, I think, ironing or something. Something lifted the mother like this. Boom, bam. Say, hey. Anointing. Anointing, anointing, anointing. May an anointing come upon you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Bishop says that I wish I could offer you an easier way, but only prayer will bring you close to God. They that wait upon the Lord, that's what the Bible says. Isaiah 40, 29, 31. It said, even the youth will faint and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. May an anointing come upon you. The Bible says that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Because he was in the presence of the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. Moses was in the presence of the Lord. Exodus 24, 18. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. Charlie, may we believe God to be going up mountains to pray so that an anointing will come upon us. You see, the Bible says Zechariah 4, 6, it's not by might. It's not by power, but by my spirit. We can be forcing. I'm not a force to do the thing, Agorica. Force, force, force. It will not work. It is not by force. It is not by might. He said, but it's by my spirit, which is also means by my anointing. Hey, I see things happening. Number four, because I told you my time is up. Pray because prayer binds demonic activities in your ministry. Hey, hey. Whether you like it or not, demons are operating. Evil spirits are operating. Oh. Pastor Robert, your members who don't come to meetings, it's demons that are operating in their lives. So, oh. yeah. Even you, as you are sitting here, some demons are operating. If you don't pray, they will bind you. If, if you don't bind them, they will bind you. When you come to church, you become bomb, like bombso in Kumase. You know bombso. Yeah. You know bombso. Yeah, it's a place in Kumasi called bombso. Why you bomb? Say bombso. The demons are binding you. You can't pray. When we are singing, we are dancing, you are standing there. Anytime you are feeling like that, you have to know that a demon is keeping you down. May prayer cause you to break free out of every hold of demons. Even when we are saying amen, you can't say amen. The demon says that. Don't say it. Your church is not a secular organization. Your ministry is not a secular organization. To be using secular things. It is a spiritual organization. Spiritual thing. And spirits are operating. You need to arise, take hold of the Holy Ghost power, and bind the demons that are stopping the thing from happening. Yeah. You cannot stop certain things. You cannot stop watching pornography. Yeah. You see, Christians, they go to porn sites, watching things. It's a demon that is moving you. Pray so that you can be free. You can't stop certain sins. Pray. Prayer will set you free. Pray, 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 pray. Masturbation and all these things is from demons. They whisper to you, do this, do that, do this. What are the things that demons prayer will do? You pray to bind the activity that causes divisions and disloyalty among leaders. So if you don't know what to pray, 
Father, I bind every demonic activity bringing disloyalty and division in the church in the name of Jesus. We bind it. We bind it. We bind it. Bind it. Because when people become disloyal, it's Satan. Satan is the only person who does that. He rises and says, I will not be under anybody. Number two, you must bind his influence that causes backsliding, immorality, and sin in your members. Backsliding. People are backsliding. Do you know backsliding? When we were growing up, there used to be a dance called backsliding. I don't know where they got, Michael Jackson gave it another name, but what we knew was backsliding. We are going back like this. And later, Michael Jackson came with moonwalk. Because I don't know, this one, you are not walking. You are going back, you are sliding. So when he said moonwalk, I was wondering what he was talking about. But we knew backsliding. That was the dance. People would dance and then they would stop in the middle of the dance. So like you are dancing, then you stop. <laughs> Give the Lord a shout, somebody. <laughs> but people backslide. As a Christian, you are going on, going at a point, then you start going back. You withdraw. You don't come to church. You don't come for Tuesday service. You start with the Tuesday service. You stop coming. Before you realize, we don't see you. We don't see you. Sunday service, we don't see you. Then now, we don't see you at all. Then before you realize, you have gone on the page. Backsliding. But we must pray. Sin in the people. Immorality. Living immoral lives. Is demons. Father, we bind every kind of spirit and demon. May our members not backslide. May they not be having certain things that they shouldn't be having. Number three, you must bind the demons that cause poverty. Depression and oppression in the members. Poverty. Huh? Poverty is a bad spirit. Oh. So, me, see, my family, we don't have money. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Listen, listen. He said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. He said that he became poor so that you might become rich. Listen, don't say that it's my family. You have allowed the demons to bring poverty. Arise and say, I am going to be rich. God has made me rich. God has prospered me. And I'm going to walk in prosperity. Say yes. I'm not going to allow demons to make me poor. Every day, no money. Kofi broke man. Your name has changed. Every time when you are giving offering, you can't give. When we are doing anything, you can't give it. No, that is not a portion of God. Listen, the Bible says in, in um, 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 uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11, if you have the New International Version, I like it. God wants you to be a part of the things that are going on. And we need to believe God for these things. Let's bind the demons. He said, oh, you don't have NIV here. NIV, I like that one. NIV says that you will be enriched in every way. Receive riches in every way. Ah, the people here, you don't like riches. I think the demons have managed to make you feel like you don't need it. May you be enriched in every way. Be enriched in finances. Be enriched in clothes. Be enriched in shoes. Be enriched in shirts. Be enriched in cars. Be enriched in houses receive it he said you will be enriched in every way receive enrichment in your life yeah we want to build a, a washroom it's not easy to get people to give no 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 i don't think that's a portion of god we want to build church buildings we can't build it because we can't get people but i see god making you rich in the church i see god prospering you in the church every demon of poverty we bind in jesus name may you be able to support the work of god Bishop Dag will not have to struggle because every one of us will be giving Ben MP. Last Sunday I was calling Ben MP. Nobody was coming. I said something is wrong in the church because people allow the demon of poverty to take hold of us. But tonight we break the demon of poverty. May you be rich in every way. Sometimes you are rich in just one way. But God wants you to be rich in this way and rich in that way and rich in that way. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You will be enriched. Why? So that you can be generous on every occasion. Wow. When there's an occasion for building washroom, you can be generous. 
when there's an occasion to find tarpaulin to uh, make canopy, you can be there. When we need money to buy chairs, you can be there. When we need anything, you go for outdooring, you go for wedding, you go for all these things. You will be able to be generous. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. You'll be giving and people will be giving thanks to God. Receive. We bind that demon so that you will not be poor. You have brainy poverty. You say we should go on the Facebook. People say no data. That shall not be your story from today. Data will not be a problem. From today, I declare that you'll be giving your tithe. Every time we come to church, you'll be giving tithe. Because God will be blessing you with money. I didn't hear your loudest amen. Bind the demons that cause poverty, depression and oppression. In fact, poverty is what brings depression. Oh, oh yeah. And you, you see people, they are looking very morose. Yeah. One day I was watching this Osofodazi many years ago. Some of you didn't meet Osofodazi. How many of you met Osofodazi? Concert, TV, some of you were not born. But Osofodazi, I remember they were doing the drama. And one lady, he had a boyfriend, and he had another guy. That guy had a lot of money, and this other guy didn't have money. And he was moving with all of them, and he was collecting money from here and giving to this guy. And, they were moving. and one day, he was with the one who was very poor, and was telling the guy, something happened, and he was something, and he said, Then the other guy who stood there said, Yeah, here can make your face look some way. Depression. Depression. I love that day. When you see some people, they look like 60 years. It's not this thing. It's the money that is not that they have grown. It's called premature aging. Premature aging. When you go to certain places, parts of the country, you see the people, they look very old. Oppression of demons. You can't be happy. You cannot be happy. You can't even buy malt to drink. Hey. Christmas time. Now I'm hot some minute from We bind all those demons in Jesus' name. And you must bind the demons that raise accusations and slander in the church. See people pointing fingers. Bible says in Isaiah 58 verse 11. It said, a certain blessing will come, will rise out of obscurity when we take away the pointing of the finger. Pointing of the finger. Then you will guide his knees. Ah, is it verse 10? Verse 10? Verse 9? I'm trying to look for a particular verse. Have you found it? Yeah, verse 9. It said, then you shall call on the Lord and the Lord will answer and you shall cry and you shall say, here I am. How will that happen? If you will take away from the midst of you the yoke, and then they're putting forth of the finger, pointing to people, you, you are this, you, you are that, you, you are that. When you take it away, God will answer our prayers in the church. May we bind that spirit from the church in the name of Jesus Christ. These are demons. If you don't pray, the people, the church members will be pointing fingers, pointing, pointing, pointing. And the church will not do well. The church will not do well. Number five, I close because my time is up. Pray because prayer creates and gives birth to new dimensions in ministry. Which is what we are trying to do in this month. September to deliver. Prayer will give birth to new dimensions. Charlie, we need to enter new dimensions. After this COVID thing and all that, if we have come back, some things must change. We must move into some new ways of doing the church. Yeah. Are we going to stay and say that because of COVID we will not grow? No, we have to grow. We need to move into new dimensions of the ministry. Yeah. For as soon as I traveled, Isaiah 66 verse 8, she brought forth her children. We are going to bring forth many children in the church. I'm talking about spiritual children. I said, I'm talking about spiritual children. May we have thousands of members in our church. Even with this arrangement in the chair, we will still have more chairs all over. Outside, people will be sitting there. Inside, people will be sitting here. Outside, people will be sitting there. We receive it in the name of Jesus. And it will happen by prayer. Oh, we shall be praying. 
I said we shall be praying. You are giving birth to something. You are in the labor world and you are pushing. And you are praying until something happens. It's going to be your portion in the name of Jesus. Bible says in Galatians 4.19. It said my little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Ah, Christ will never be formed in the people until we travail in bed. Even though they are giving their life to Christ, new believers, school teachers, you must be travailing for them. John Adams, pray for John Adams. Susanna Amoko, pray for her. Julieta Emensa Kwe, pray for her. Pray and mention their names in the name of Jesus. May Christ be formed in these ones. And I see Christ being formed in them as we pray in the name of Jesus. Something is going to change in the church. You yourself, something is changing about your life and about your ministry. Hey, Dora, your ministry is changing. God is giving you another ministry. No, man, God is giving you another ministry. You are giving birth to new ministries in the church. I don't know why you are seated. Because God is anointing us tonight. And God is changing something in your life tonight. By your prayer, you are going to give birth to some things. By your prayer, some things are going to break in your life. Clap your hands and begin to pray tonight. In the name of Jesus, open your out and pray as we close tonight in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands, clap your hands and pray. Three minutes we are praying. Three minutes we are praying. Three minutes we are praying in the name of Jesus. Pray, pray is a sign of faith. It's a sign of your faith. It's a sign of your faith in God. In the name of Jesus. Ah, you are becoming a man of authority. You are becoming a man of authority by your prayer. By your prayer. Excellence in ministry. Excellence in ministry. Excellent shepherd. You are going to be an excellent shepherd. An excellent shepherd. In the name of Jesus. God is sending your life around. God is giving you a new ministry. God is giving you a better ministry. In the name of Jesus. Authority, authority, authority. In the name of Jesus. Hey, anointing, anointing, anointing. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Receive power. Receive power, receive power. Ah, libre Catuliana in the name of Jesus. An anointing, an anointing, an anointing. The Holy Ghost power, dunamis, dunamis, dunamis. Ability to work miracles in the name of Jesus. Miraculous power as you pray, miracles will take place in the name of Jesus. By the anointing, by the anointing, by the anointing, you shall make it. It is not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit. Say the Lord in the name of Jesus. Bind every work of the devil. Clap your hands and bind every work of Satan. Bind every work of the devil. Bind it, bind it, bind it, bind it, bind it. The spirit that causes backsliding, the spirit that causes division, the spirit that causes immorality and sin. Bind them in the name of Jesus. Father, we bind it. Immorality in the church, sin in the church, disloyalty and division. Bind, 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 bind. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the spirit of poverty is leaving the church. We bind it in the name of Jesus that we may be enriched. We may be enriched that we can be generous. Hey, enriched in every way. Enriched in every way. 
Rabala Katabaya, Alia Katabariada, Alia Dada Baba 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 Baba, Alia Dada Baba 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 Baba. Make us like Jesus, O God. We bind the spirit of depression. We bind oppression in the name of Jesus. We pray, O God, as we are praying, we are giving birth to new dimensions in the ministry. Somebody travail, travail. There are some things you must give birth to in your life, in your ministry. Pray tonight that you will give birth to it. As soon as I travel, she brought forth her children. What are the children you must bring forth? Spiritual children, church members, souls. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, the blessings, the promises of God. In the name of Jesus, we push them out. We push them out. We push them out. Hey, 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 hey. Somebody two minutes pray. I want you to pray like you are in the labor world. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There must be sweating. There must be tiredness. There must be an uplifted voice. There must be groaning. In the name of Jesus. For as soon as I travelled, she brought forth her children. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, may our children be birthed. In the name of Jesus, may there be more souls in the church. Our Sunday services, our Tuesday services, our online services, the Wasentes, the Basentes. Oh God, may they multiply, may they grow, that we shall not be few. Oh God, multiply us, that we shall not be few. Glorify us, that we shall not be small. In the name of Jesus. Ah, one minute, one minute, one minute, push, 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 pray something out, pray something out, pray something out before it is too late. Oh, yes, sir. Your ministry, your shepherdora work, your pastoral work, your life, whatever is going on, your family, every promise of God that must come to pass in your life. Pray tonight, pray tonight, pray tonight. Clap your hands, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, clap your hands. 30 seconds, clap your hands. Ra la kataba, ale katori asada, re palolo bashakara. Oh God, we free ourselves, we free ourselves from every hold of the devil. Our little children, we pray for them, that Christ will be formed in them. Those who gave their life to Christ three weeks ago, one year ago, Father, we pray, let Christ be formed in them. Even church members who are behaving like baby Christians, let Christ be formed in them. Let Christ be formed in them. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. May Christ be formed in us. 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 Thank you, O God, that we are giving birth in this month of September, we are giving birth to new dimensions in our life and in our ministry. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Five seconds. Five seconds. Five seconds. Five seconds. Five seconds. Clap your hands. Five seconds. Hey, you are giving birth to your dreams. You are giving birth to your miracles. You are giving birth to your testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be more like you. Lift up your hands. Oh, Jesus. I Wanna be more like you, oh Jesus. Oh, wanna be more like you. I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you went through. Oh, I wanna be more like you. I want to be a vessel. I want to be a vessel. You work through. Is that your prayer? I 
Oh Jesus, is that your prayer? Lift up your hands to the Lord. I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be a vessel you work through. Oh, I want to be more like you. Tonight, as every head is bowed or eyes closed, maybe you are here, somebody invited you, but you're not saved, you're not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Maybe you're also watching. You just happened to be flipping through the Facebook and you came across this sermon and you decided to stay. Jesus is calling you. Tonight, you want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are. I want you to lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right where you are. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You're watching. Jesus has seen you. Lift up your hand. And we're going to pray wherever you are. Pray. Stand there and we pray. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Forgive me all my sins. Wash away my sins with your precious blood. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me.